0: All right, I am at Cinema Sisters, we're in the lobby, and I'm with one of the panelists today. If you could just tell us your name. Well, my name is Stripe Gandera. To you, what does it mean to be living in a post-trans world? I think a post-trans world means that
1: we have invested in a movement to liberate and give visibility to a trans subjectivity. In the sense that the the common vernacular, the cultural awareness has been raised to some extent around transgender issues. So, post-trans world means and. I suppose we made a little bit of a, in the way that we talk about a post-feminist world, right? It's not really a post-feminist world, but that's what it's referred to. And so we were kind of talking back to that idea in the sense that transgender movement has been um, centralized in our in our feminist spaces in a way that changes um, the reality and the everyday experiences of of butch women.
0: Mm -hmm. And how does it change the everyday experiences and reality of butch women? Well, one of the things I talked about today that I think
1: is really important to articulate to some extent is this idea that when I came out in the 90s, largely it was the outside community that was asking, am I a man or a woman? And I think today's reality is that we're no longer only being asked by the outside community what we are, who we are, but now that question has really changed in a way that um, our own queer community is first meeting us with saying, which pronoun do you prefer? And for many of us who identify as women, we feel invisibilized by that preliminary question. Mm -hmm. In the sense that, I mean, any political movement, I guess the point is to feel and be seen. And I think the trans movement, while an important one, has had an impact on butch women so that we are not seen in this movement, or we're seen misidentified um, as a result of putting that question at the forefront. Mm -hmm. So my womanhood, I don't feel, is seen by queer community.
0: Interesting. So now it's like automatically if you have butch characteristics, then it's assumed that you're trans. Or other, yeah, that we're not women, for sure. Which feels in a little
1: kind of like profiling, right? It's like my femme-looking partner isn't asked that question, right? So it's a very specific group of people that that question is posed to. So... And I don't find that liberatory. Like, I would like to be seen um, and to be met without first having to tell you which pronoun I prefer. Like, it seems out of place and like, you should get to know me a little bit before you're assuming things about me. You're assuming by that question that I'm not a woman or that I may not be a woman.
0: Right. Um, And for you, what does it mean to be a woman? Not just a butch woman, but just a woman in general. What does that mean? Ooh, That's a big question. It means that it
1: has significant meaning in our culture, right? When you are reacted to based on your womanhood, it means that you, you use she and you use hers. And Does it mean that you're biologically female? Yes. Yes. I, I mean, for me, right? So that comes together, biology and gender come together for me in my womanhood that I want to be seen, right? So lesbian is a unique term, I think, right? So when I'm seen as a woman, I'm also seen as a lesbian and partnership with my girlfriend yeah it's no, deep, no that's th- a
0: deep question right so it's like simple and right well it used to mean different. and if you look it up in Webster's dictionary it still means adult female it doesn't have all of this gender right. baggage attached to it it's simply a descriptive term no matter how you present what your dress is how your hair is if you're female then and you're an adult you're a woman. Right. So I think a post-trans world means woman doesn't just
1: mean that anymore, right? That we can't, because of the pervasiveness of queer theory, I mean, coming from an academic background, and queer theory being informed informed by the queer community and gender fluidity on the streets, right? That there's a reciprocal relationship there. But post-trans meaning woman doesn't mean biological female in our current culture
0: doesn't that erase women doesn't that i mean we are we exist as biological creatures i mean women as a group get their periods we not all women i mean women hit menopause and they stop getting their periods you know some don't get their periods ever but doesn't it erase women and our class by saying that anyone can just be a woman yeah. now i mean
1: yes simply yes And it's interesting to see how that identity category, woman or women, is treated differently than other identity categories right we don't open space necessarily for a person of color like not anybody has access to that identity not anybody has access to somebody who identifies
0: with a disability
1: like there's something some criteria that needs to be in what is it about
0: womanhood and being a woman that makes it different than these other groups like like you were saying I couldn't identify as black and say that I'm going to be a part of a a black only liberation group yet anyone can identify with being a woman and say well I want to be a part of your women's liberation movement.
1: Um, I think it's you know misogyny is so pervasive in our culture and women have always given up our needs and our priorities to help another group. I mean, we did this in the 80s with the AIDS crisis, right? A lot of lesbians gave their allegiance time, effort, energy to helping gay men's social situation. And that's just an example of the ways that we've always laid other people's needs before our own. And I think that's clearly evident in what happened with the trans movement as well, is the sense that we we did our work on behalf of what this community said they needed without recognizing or questioning or being cautious about what the implications of that effort would lead to right and so cultural meaning when the cultural disregard for all things female and I mean when you fight for autonomy, when you fight for visibility um, as a woman, that's, you know, I was just talking to my partner about the sense that we can we can have trans spaces, we can have transgender conferences or variety of spaces, and that's not contested, at least by, you know, the LGBT community. We, you know, we work on behalf of creating those spaces, but if we have a female-only space, that's somehow politically incorrect and that's somehow um, exclusive and um, Hateful, hateful, and <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And so you know, why is women a category that's treated differently than other categories um, of identity? And I mean, a legacy of not prioritizing or looking at women's needs. I mean, we yeah, and women,
0: women's needs, right? Being subordinated to, Always. or subjugated, yeah, or beneath the needs right. of every of other men. group.
1: <laughs> I mean, in some ways, every other group, right? I mean, like in the civil even rights with movement. it, right you know, yeah, a lot women working on behalf of a movement that they found themselves being secondary in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would make sense that here we have a, a contemporary situation again, wherein she, now her language that she uses to describe her specific unique experience based on female socialization is now permeable. So,
0: yeah, and then I have a question for you that I'm just very curious about because I've been studying this and I haven't asked this of a butch lesbian before. According to transgender ideology, are butch lesbians cisgendered? Right, that's
1: a great question. In the way that cis is being used, I think so, right? And that's one of my critiques of. Using that language, it's like, I don't experience the world through a cis perspective. I mean, I You're I have, a gender outlaw. Right. You know, And so. so, but I think I'm lumped into that category, right? That anybody who is not...
0: Because you identify as a woman. Right, right. So... So, hmm. yeah. It
1: requires <laughs> more conversation and more critique and to ask these questions. But if we open these conversations, again, these accusations of being hateful or exclusive or, you know, somehow... Um, limited in our thinking and, and behind the times, what have you? A list of right mm-hmm. result from from asking these questions, but it's a question that I certainly have, because mm-hmm. you know, it's and it's this blurred line. So it's like I have a foot in a rowboat that is part of the trans liberation, right? Liberation should look similar because we are individuals that are defying the rules, so to speak, about what gender can look like. But I also have a stake in maintaining a female identity. And the term cis, I guess, doesn't make room for, for me.
0: Yeah. And then finally, I have a radical feminist question about the safety of girls and women now with transgender bathroom legislation coming down from on high the Obama administration issuing a mandate that people can choose the bathroom that they want to go into or the locker room in public high schools based on a, an inner sense of gender identity. Can you say something about male violence and the the threat to girls and women's safety, you know, regarding that? Here, I'm not sure that I'll explicitly answer the question in a way that feel
1: satisfying to you but one thing that is of concern to me is how do we have sex-based legislation and gender-based legislation they how do we coexist right so if we because sex and gender are different right sex is um, and they're often conflated. And so much of the work that feminists did in the 70s was creating sex-based legislation that meant female-only spaces were essential to our survival, right? Because male violence is influences and affects our lives in so many different ways that it was... No matter how we right. identify or how right. we dress or right. how we present. Whether or not we say we're female, right? So, And so that that legislation was key. And now we have a a situation in which legislation is being based on gender, which is not necessarily aligned with sex. And so if we're saying gender is more important than sex, you know, that has a a backlash for all of the um, work that our foremothers did for a very good reason. And again, the question is, whose needs are at the center? Whose needs do we fulfill? Whose needs do we meet? And it seems like, again, female needs are being Um, sublimated for this gender movement that has implications on our safety has implications on our conversations has implications on um, again what we can talk about and say about our lives as females so
0: all right yeah well thank you so much stripe the movies are starting so I just want to thank you for giving an interview with WLRN thanks for talking about these issues yeah right on all right